The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. September is one of those months where, if your world is at all like mine, for everything that I get done, the universe sends me two more things that needed to be done yesterday. I was only complaining on Friday about this, this thing, this phenomenon, this great irony of our age. In a world of material abundance, time seems to be the scarcest of all things. UC Berkeley professor and economic theorist Joseph Lowe wrote just this past week that we have enslaved time with our own vanity. We have corrupted it with our emphasis on productivity and efficiency and a host of other efforts to shackle what was given to each of us and all of us together as a gift. Professor Lowe reflects on what it would mean to see time again as grace. And he concludes, a UC Berkeley professor no less, that one of the Christian vocations, one of the Christian vocations, is to, as he puts it, redeem time. So why do I raise this point in a service celebrating the life of Marilyn Campbell? Because Marilyn, it strikes me, more than many of us refused to bow to the enslavement of time which revealed not only her profound faith, but her mystical witness among us. It seems that only a few short weeks ago, she was leading a group of us in contemplative prayer with a singing bell, weaving, as only Marilyn could, a variety of Eastern and Western wisdoms together. We sometimes felt that she needed to be reminded that the clock was ticking and time was passing. But that did not dull her smile as she spoke, her passion for a spirit that is always moving among us. Almost every week, I would be in the midst of my end of business Thursday dash, just before choir rehearsal, and there she would be in the fireside room, taking in the carefully chosen words of yet another wisdom teacher online, or sitting with her own thoughts, or, of course, listening to music, 
I was always racing time while Marilyn was keeping it to the sound of celestial spheres, to the spiritual realms that exist just on the other side of what our Celtic ancestors called thin places. I would be on the edge of exasperation. She would be on the edge of spiritual ecstasy. I would be vainly corrupting time. She would be busy redeeming it. That is where Marilyn seemed to dwell these past few years that I had the privilege to get to know her in a thin place, redeeming time where even in the midst of the pain and frailty that so often comes with great age, she was always listening for the voice of the Spirit, the leading of God, that strange and heavenly music that almost always seems barely out of earshot, but we know in our heart of hearts is ever-present, waiting to break into our lives. If we will only stop long enough in our sinfully busy time, to open our hearts just a little and listen. Many of us are so much like Thomas in today's reading from John. We want a roadmap. We want clear instructions to the destination. We want concrete, tangible instructions to navigate this complicated, brief life of ours. We are too much in a hurry to notice what is right in front of us, too busy to notice who is standing right before us. I believe Marilyn understood when her beloved Christ says to Thomas that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is not talking about roadmaps. Jesus is talking about relationships. When Jesus points to himself as the only path to the Father, what he means is taking a hold of the life that we have been given and loving our Creator, of seeing the divine life in ourselves and the people who come our way and loving them. That is what it means to be Christ-like. And that is what it means to be Christian. And there is no manual for that, no clean-cut, neat directions or simple pat answers or well-calendared plans. Rather, we are presented with a life to be lived, a life to be lived with heart, a mind to employ, a body to inhabit, and people and a whole creation to love. The way that Marilyn understood the way of her beloved Savior was the way of love. Consider almost 62 years of marriage to her beloved Albert, a marriage that we also celebrate on its anniversary this day. A union that knew plenty, a marriage that knew too desperate need in all the ways that the world can measure but a marriage never short of the love that brings life in good times and bad. That love extended to three children and now beloved grandchildren. That love they reflect 
and gave back to Maryland in so many countless ways, even and up to that last week of timeless vigil, as her profound physical strength and determination would not let go of this life easily, even as she looked forward to seeing her God at last, face to face. And then, of course, there were whole communities, whole choirs, the music of angelic voices, clergy, parishes, students. That was the way through joy and hardship, through thick and thin for her, through that abundant life that is timeless because it is always available to us. That is the way. That music that happens between the notes and between the people. That music that comes from the heart with truth. There truly is no other way to God. No way we can earn it or package it or meet it out or commodify it or produce it. Marilyn knew that love was there for her always, and so she shared it freely. This is what the mystics do. This is what Christians do. This is how we redeem time itself, and indeed the times we live in. A little bit later in this morning's service, we hear the words of one of Maryland's compatriot mystics, Julian of Norwich, who learned from deep illness and abiding prayer what it meant to live in a thin place where language begins to fail and ordinary words take on new and strange meaning. In the nights when visions give new insights into our loving God and Savior. Marilyn sang with us just last year the haunting and strange setting by William Matthias, a setting that you will shortly hear again, a setting of these strange and haunting words of Dame Julian. As truly as God is our Father, so just as truly is he our mother. In our Father, God Almighty, we have our being. In our merciful mother, we are remade and restored. Our fragmented lives are knit together. By giving and yielding ourselves through grace to the Holy Spirit, we are made whole. It is I, the strength and goodness of fatherhood. It is I, the wisdom of motherhood. It is I, the light and grace of holy love. It is I, the Trinity. I am the sovereign goodness in all things. It is I who teach you to love. It is I who teach you to desire. It is I who am the reward of all true desire. All shall be well. And all manner of things shall be well. Thanks be to God for Marilyn, who taught us to listen to these words anew. Who, for me this morning, makes September new and fresh again, 
freed, at least for this moment, of the burden of things to do, freed of that vain enslavement of time. Thanks be to God for Marilyn, who reminds me to get back to the real business of love. Thanks be to God for Marilyn, who continues to teach us to walk in the way who is Christ, our Savior. And in doing so, who continues to teach us to redeem the time. Who continues to teach us how to love a new world into being. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.